Hi friends and welcome back to Building a Life You Love. Happy holidays, Merry Christmas to those of you celebrating Christmas like myself. And today we are going to talk about what what we can do instead of making New Year's resolutions and how really small changes with intention can have a big impact in our lives. And it's so much easier to tackle these small changes than trying to set a big goal and work towards that in a short period of time. So that's what we're going to dig into today. And before we dive in, I did want to mention that I have a new course coming up in January called Faith Fueled Joy, and you can check out more details about that. And if that's something you might want to join me in at faithfueledjoy.com, or you can just go to kristenfitch.com and go under my courses. Also, if you haven't joined my email list yet, now is the perfect time to do so because each week I'm going to send you emails with encouragement, inspiration, simple tips that you can apply to your own life, and then what tools and what things have just filled me up this week that you might enjoy as well. So go over to kristenfitch.com and sign up for my newsletter if you're not already on it. I'd love for you to join me over there. Hi, friends, and welcome back to the podcast. Today, I want to talk about what we might want to do instead of making New Year's resolutions. And while plenty of people talk about New Year's resolutions or other things we can do instead, I wanted to talk about Instead, just thinking about small, tiny, or micro changes that we can make instead of trying to make such big changes, especially in January. And if I'm going to be honest, even though my birthday is this month, January is one of the hardest months. It's so dark and it's cold. And after all the holidays of overindulging and everybody celebrating getting together, I think we're all kind of ready to hibernate for a little bit. And so it's probably the worst time of year to try to put in place a new habit. Yes, the calendar changes, but other than that, it's really a hard month to make change, especially changes that we're talking about for many of us of moving or doing something healthy. And so uh, what I want to talk about is why should we at least consider making a micro change? Well, here's why. Micro changes are very small, but there's something that if we do it continuously can have a big impact on our lives. And I will give you an example. So just moving our bodies every day, even just getting up and moving. So walking from place to place. Well, each time we do that, we're we're moving a distance. We are moving steps. And the data is showing that even if you move a thousand steps a day over 4,000, it minimizes your reduce of dying early by 15%. And then it says if any time we move 6,000 to 13,000 steps a day, it actually cuts our risk of uh, or dying early in half if we're content, consistently moving 6,000 to 13 steps or more a day. That's not that hard to do. You know, my goal is 10 to 15,000 steps a day. Obviously, if I get more, that's great. In the warmer months, I definitely get more steps a lot of days, but there's always an off day where then I don't get that many steps, but I, I average at least 15,000 steps a day most of the year. But I had a time uh, a year ago or more that I wasn't getting in my steps. I used to jog and then or I jog or run and I've mostly been walking in the last year or two. And I had just gotten more sedentary than I realized. I wasn't tracking my steps. I wasn't tracking my distance. So I would still go on walks, but it was not consistent enough. And so I actually put on some weight. And of course, that also had to do with lifestyle and food choices and things. But once I started tracking my distance again, for one thing, and I, I made sure I was getting on average at least 10,000 steps a day, right? I was able to drop a couple pounds. 
but also I know that it's healthy for me, right? It's a healthy lifestyle choice. But if I don't make it, I don't get heart. I don't feel bad. I'm just like, okay, well, yesterday I only got 6,000 steps or 9,000 steps. So I need the rest of the week. I'm more aware of my steps. You can obviously track it with a, um, you know, a step tracker that you just put on your waist. You can wear watches. If you happen to have your phone with you at all times, your phone's tracking your steps and your distance as well. But I find that the watch works really well for me because it's on me and then I'm tracking, you know, going upstairs, moving and distance. And, but that small change can have great impact on our health. And that data, by the way, came from uh, an Instagram account, Dr. Um, sorry, it's Dr. James Dinnick. That's his, the short version of his name because his name's much longer and harder to pronounce. But I also saw some data by Dr. Uh, Gabor Mate, who said 75 minutes a week, if you walk for 75 minutes a week, you add two years to your life. Okay. Once again, the data is in on this. Next is 60 minutes a day of walking can cut your obesity risk in half. And walking lowers our risk of Alzheimer's disease. And so it's like this. Don't make the goal that you're going to go run three miles every day or five days a week. I mean, you can if you're already a runner, but have the goal that you want to move more. So make it a goal that's reasonable and you don't want to set yourself up for for failure. So don't start with a goal that's hard to attain because they say it takes, the, the newer data says it takes 66 and a half days to for a habit to, get, to become established for it to take. Well, that means for over two months, you're going to have to be doing this habit. If it's just walking, you already walk, then that's a lot easier to say, okay, gosh, I'm only at 3,000 steps a day. Maybe I can up it by a thousand a day on average for the week. Or don't even go by steps. Just say, okay, I only walk to my car and back. I'm not really getting outside. I'm going to walk for 10 minutes a day. For you, that might be huge because you haven't been doing it. So a micro change is just something that you say, yes, every day I could walk because I already walk. I just have to add a little bit more in. And even a minute at a time matters. So even just getting up from your desk and going and doing a lap around your office or your house, you know, throughout the day, every 15 minutes will make a big impact as well. It doesn't have to even be outside. Although I do recommend you getting outside because the fresh air is a stress reducer. It calms your body down, you know, lots of benefits to that. And then I also have seen all sorts of studies, not just about movement, but actually laughter, having a sense of humor. It actually, for people that have a sense of humor, people that laugh regularly, they, I think a study from Switzerland, if I'm remembering correctly, says that people with a sense of humor that are regularly, you know, laughing and enjoying things can on average live seven years longer. Well, how hard would it be to add in a little more humor to our lives each week? Maybe it's finding a comedy show or two to watch. Maybe it's finding, uh, following somebody that writes a humor comic or something. But it's, it, yes, it's part of our mindset, like that we are allowing ourselves to, to laugh and enjoy life. So that's part of it, of course. But it's also finding moments to laugh or telling stories or hearing people tell stories or watching content that makes us laugh or find the humor in it. And also finding the humor in our own lives. In other words, not taking ourselves so seriously matters. We need to all just loosen up a little bit because it actually adds days to your life, actually years. And so those are just two really easy examples of things that are micro changes that 
they're not hard. You know, we've all laughed before. So you're just saying, gosh, I'm going to be aware that if I make this change, there could be positive impacts to my health or to my body and to my, to my life, like enjoying life more. Let's say that your goal is that you want to start something new. Maybe you're thinking about starting a new career or going into a new job. That's great. But it doesn't mean January 1 to January 15th, you're going to get that new job. It might take you a couple months to improve your resume and then to like search for the jobs that you might want or you just you know what I'm saying. So there's a lot of steps. So you, you don't want to give yourself an unrealistic goal of like, OK, I'm going to apply for a new job and I want to have it in January. Well, maybe for some people that's realistic, but it's probably not for a lot of other people. And so once again, just give yourself the vision for what you want and then come up with a really tiny attainable goal that you can just take an action towards it. You know, and so for me, I have the podcast. I I'm launching a course in January and but I still have work to do on the course. And not only that, but I ha- I haven't really been pushing or promoting it that much. So my expectation can't be for right now that I'm going to have a full course of a filled customer or a client January 1st because I haven't been promoting it very much yet. So I, my goal needs to be, okay, this is my beta. This is my test run. And then in March, I'm going to launch the full-blown course. Do you see what I'm saying? So I would set myself up for disappointment if I had a goal that there's no way I could meet it by the 1st of January, the 15th. And so we just want to be careful when we set goals or resolutions that it's something that we can maintain or that we can take small steps towards, but we really want to build on a habit. We don't want to think that we're going to just chew it all off at once. You know, like the whole, I'm, I don't run at all and I'm not in shape, but I'm going to go run three miles a day, three or five times a week. It's You're just not going to probably stick with it. The other thing they say about goals or even changing habits is you have to know your why and it has to be a good why. What does that mean? If you just said, oh, I want to get thinner. I mean, it's that's not a bad thing, right? To, to look thinner, you know, obviously if we're our healthiest, we're probably at a healthy or ideal weight for us. So that's a good thing. But if your goal is I want to get healthy because I want to live to be a grandparent or I want to live till my kids, uh, you know, are grown and I want to go on this, you know, amazing, you know, around the world trip or, but in other words, we need a goal that it's gonna, it's going to hold even when we don't feel like doing it. And so, you know, you have to have a why and the why has to really have uh, legs to it, if you will. And so make sure that you really dig deep on what's your why. So my, one of my reasons for moving every day is, I found myself that I wasn't as healthy as I used to be, right? My health numbers used to be pretty good, but they were starting to creep in some areas and they weren't looking so great, right? Some of my heart numbers, my weight numbers, um, maybe my stress response numbers, they weren't looking so ideal. And so I knew that I needed to make some changes and I'm still in process of making changes, but the movement was one that I could address and I felt pretty comfortable that, okay. I just need to monitor it every day and then I can make adjustments. So for me, that's one that I tackled this year and it is a daily effort, but it's enjoyable now at this point because, well, it actually is always enjoyable. It's just that I had to have the goal of like, I have to get out and move. And so what I would do is for the week and in the mornings, I would just plan. What's my schedule look like today? What's the weather look like? Can I go out in the morning? Can I go out later in the day? Of course, in the winter, it's dark early. So I'm not normally going 
at 4.30 or after because it's dark already. And then on occasion, there's days where I'm like, you know, what? it's raining all day. And yes, I, I walk in the rain sometimes, but I didn't feel like it in the winter. So I just made sure I was moving and up the whole day in my house or running to the grocery store. And I still hit 10 to 15,000 steps. So you don't always have to even go a far distance. Like for instance, nurses, people that work retail, uh, firefighters, like a lot of jobs, you're constantly moving, you're on your feet. So you're probably clocking a lot of steps. So it just depends. But if you're someone in a sedentary job, like I sit at my desk a lot, then I have to make sure to get up and move a lot so that I'm not um, finding myself having sit for six hours or five hours or eight hours. And then I only move for 20 minutes. That's the part that's not healthy. And so anyways, I hope this encourages you just to think about like, what's an area of your life that you have something that you do want to change, improve. Maybe you want to learn something new. Think about what that is. And then just pick a really small point in the future, a little small goal that you can move towards. So don't pick the huge end goal because it's just, usually that's too much for somebody to start off. You need to build up to it. So that's what I wanted to, you know, just, that's what I wanted to share with you today. And I hope this helps some of you just think about this in a different way, but let's start small and then let's build momentum. And I promise it'll, it'll get you more motivated to build the thing. The other thing is, and I'm sure many of you have done this before, having an accountability partner. So somebody that you're going to, you know, check in on and vice versa about whatever your goal was, whether it's you're looking for a new job or you want to move more, you want to maybe add in more vegetables to your diet, what, whatever it might be. Just you need to have somebody, you know, it could be a friend, a spouse, uh, anyone, you know, somebody on an online community forum, maybe they have the same goal, you know, like it's a health site or something. So just also have an accountability partner because it helps you stay accountable to yourself and to your goal. So that's it for today. I hope that you have a happy new year and I look forward to being back here with you next year. And I just wanted to let you know that with the end of 2023, I'm wrapping up season three of the show and I will be coming back to you with some amazing new episodes, some really great content that I think you can use and apply to your life immediately. That will be coming out in mid-January, so I can't wait for you to come back and join me in a couple weeks. And thanks again for listening in. And if you enjoyed the show, we'd love it if you'd subscribe and leave us a review and rating on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. And you can check out freebies and resources we have for you at kristenfitch.com. And if you have ideas for the show or guests that you'd like to recommend, I'd love to hear from you. So DM me on Instagram at Kristen Fitch, or you can email me from the website. Thanks so much. Until next time, have a great week.